It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. And a howdy to you. Hello, hello, and happy hump day. Wait, where's the music? Hang on. Oh, there we go. All right, music's on. We're, uh, <laughs> I don't know, we're starting in a bit of a rush here because we've got stuff to do after the show today. But uh, Dave's not here, but Dave Blizzard will be joining us on the podcast in a few minutes to get his take on a couple of different things. Uh, you said during the last podcast that he made an appearance on, you liked it. So he will come and join us. Oh, here he is now. Come oh. on in, David. Guess who's late? No, be, by all means, have a seat. I'll slide over here. You're going to have to slide over a lot more than that. Quite a bit there, or else I'm going to impale myself. Oh. There we go. All right. Hey. Hey. Hi. That's my mic. Oh, that's yours. Mine's over here. Hi. Well, he gets so... Get it together. That's my mic. Yeah. Sorry, I missed the name tag on it. (laughs) Were you dealing with issues? Uh, Boss boss issues? Boss stuff. Boss stuff? Yeah. Okay. And is everything worked out? Everything is tremendous now. Okay. Well, that's what bosses do. Good ones anyway. They solve problems. (laughs) Am I right? right? Yeah. We're we're essentially firefighters. (laughs) Just keep putting them out. That's right. Putting them out. Uh, I put a picture on my Twitter and Instagram last night. And it was sent to me by a listener who did ask to remain anonymous. A woman in full hazmat gear showed up at Walmart in Mississauga last night. And as I found out after the fact, she then went over to PetSmart, which is across the driveway from that particular Walmart at Heartland. Are we doing that now? It's a bit of an extreme reaction, you think? No, I don't think we are doing it. I don't think anybody... I haven't seen... That's the first time I've ever seen anything like that. I've seen the masks. But I've never seen full head to toe yet. Even the masks freak me out, though. When I see somebody wearing a mask, I start thinking, oh, shit, am I doing it wrong? Should I be wearing a mask? What? what? Uh, what's going on? You get all the free good air. <laughs> <laughs> the tainted air yeah. is what I get. Yeah. Well. Um, this woman sort of had a hazmat suit. I don't know where she got it because it very easily could have been from, I don't know, Party City, a leftover from Halloween. It's a Breaking Bad cosplay. Is that what it is? (laughs) That's what it looked like. She had plastic bags tied to her feet to cover her shoes, because the last thing you want is for your soles to get coronavirus. I did notice that she was shopping in the frozen food section, or the the poultry, is that what it was? I think she was buying chicken. Yeah, it was meat. You know, if you're worried about the air, and you're worried about everything around you, I may not go for the the chicken. (laughs) You know, I may stick with some canned goods or things like that. And I wouldn't probably... Buy them at Walmart. Sorry if Walmart might be a sponsor, but there's a lot of germs that I worry about in a lot of different places. Uh, people are gross, though. People Everywhere. Go in, they do their grocery shopping, and they touch things, and then put it back, and, oh, I thought I wanted 500 fucking sausages, and then you put that back, and it's a pain in the ass. I, I, I just wash the shit out of everything after I buy it. You should do that anyway. I, it's funny because this, this coronavirus has sort of brought out the simplicity of the things that we're supposed to do every day anyway. The wash your hands, the, you know, don't rub your face with dirty hands, things like that. And what's shocking to me is how many people are treating this like it's new information. Wash your hands. Wait, yeah, I know. what? I know. What did you say? I know. What do you mean wash my hands? How dare you suggest my hands are dirty? <laughs> <laughs> your hands are dirty. They're filthy. In case you're wondering, they're dirty. We're supposed to do that after we go to the washroom too? Like this is ludicrous. <laughs> I do that before I go to the washroom. Cuz I yeah. think about this. Before like, and after cuz you're touching yourself. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Like like my hands are probably not clean before I go to the washroom. It's it's kind of weird because we're not washing ourselves in the sink uh, other than our hands. So we're obviously putting dirty hands on things. And we probably shouldn't. That's a good point, Kat. You should also wash your hands before you touch yourself. Before and after. I, I just shower. 
I just lay in the shower just to <laughs> let, it, let, let nature happen. <laughs> uh, I don't think Dave's fiance is too impressed with me. We were on the phone last night. Did you call me just to stir up shit? Because I wasn't quite sure. Uh, I called to say thank you for the incredible suggestion. Oh. Uh, and she didn't approve. Ah. There's a video that was on Barstool. And it was someone who decided to have their wedding introduction as the groomsmen and the groom were coming down done to an NBA intro. That's fun. So they played the song and the groomsmen all came down and low fives, high fives, the whole nine yards. And they were in warm up suits and the whole nine yards. Standing five foot eight, like all of that stuff. It was great. So I thought "Eh, since Dave's getting married and we both like basketball, maybe this is a good idea. Her who's done no offense. The lion's share of the planning for this event mm-hmm. thought that was fucking crazy. A terrible <laughs> idea is what she described it as. <laughs> and then she texts me while we're on a three-way call saying, please stop giving him ideas. So I I don't know. Do you want me to pick the decor or, or, or the outfits or do you not? I, I don't know what to do for her anymore. Yeah, when she left it up to us to decide what colors we were going to wear and we all went mm. with Raptors red mm. uh, and <laughs> it was like, wait, no, that's not what I had in mind. It's like, well, you give us responsibility and this is what happens. Black and gold for the groomsmen. Yeah, get that OVO. I mean, I think that's great. Right? But I can understand from her perspective, if that's not her thing. Just make, start now, Dave, make her happy. Do whatever she wants. Wait a minute. So you're telling me that like an NBA headband while standing at the altar is frowned upon? It would have Jordan on it. It would have the greatest of all time. I'll get the swoosh. I'll get get the bill. I want someone to interview you as you get back down the altar. How are you feeling now? Well, you you know what? Yeah, this uh, this wedding was a team effort. You know, we put Mm -hmm. it, uh, we put 110% in and, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was pass the ball. It's, it's next man up, you know, that kind of thing. And we're going to face adversity, you know, but we're, uh, we're ready and we're prepared to uh, handle it all. And we're going all the way this year. Hashtag the champs. Yes. Thank you. It's a whole theme. It's a whole thing. And Kat, this is what inspired my enthusiasm for all of this because Scott and I are friends with Mark Strong, who is the guy who does the Raptors introductions Wait at the minute. games. Wait a minute. Yeah. So you can get Mark Strong, probably. I can text him right now. I could ask Jersey to do it for us. Yes. <gasps> I don't know if he would. I mean, I don't know if he's contractually okay. not allowed to do that or how many oh. how many jerks have asked him to do it over the last 10 years. I've got one of those contracts, too, and they're pretty fucking loose. They're you loose? can go okay. ahead and do that. Okay. I'm going to ask him. I I, imagine I'm getting the guy who introduces Kyle Lowry every night and introduces Pascal Siakam, Spicy P, Serge Ibaka. And he's and, great, too. And yeah, he's, he's incredible. Fantastic. He gets everyone hyped up and... Dave Blizzard. Imagine that. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I like it. But again, yeah. I'm going to stress to you, Dave, don't do it. Why are girls so fucking picky about this? Why do we have to be all traditional and make it look nice and classy? Why can't it just be a nice, low-rent, casual affair? Not every girl is like that. It, it all depends on whatever the girl's vision is. Some people have this vision from when they were five years old, for crying out loud, about the their wedding. The wedding. And, and I don't yeah. think that the Raptors well, the, the, intro the fit in there. That was before <laughs> they on. won the championship. Yeah. Listen, if they didn't win last year, my argument becomes significantly weaker. But Thank I'm you. ready. I'm ready to step up and say, uh, I need Masai Ujiri on the phone. I need you to bring the Larry OB because it's going to happen. Mm. We need to make, why don't we just get a Larry OB cake? Why don't we just do <laughs> it all? Champ like, ring. Like, just, your, yeah. your ring should be a yeah. champ ring. Why don't I get one from the Raptors? Let's invite Nav Badia, the super fan. He'll come out. He'll get everyone hyped up too. This is going to be tremendous. I'm going to speak for your fiance when I say, what do you want to fuck all of the Raptors? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> There's 15 people in this marry, relationship. Why do you marry the Raptors then? Yeah. Why that's don't what we you get, really want. Let's get the Raptor. 
Thank you. Come on. Ring bearer. Ring bearer. This whole thing is changing right now. This is this is a on the spot planning, and I think that this is tremendous, and I think that this is what's going to happen. What's amazing is if she's listening to this podcast, and I have a feeling she is. Mm-hmm. She's getting progressively more angry <laughs> yeah. as time goes on. Like we're eight minutes in, and she's eight minutes closer to a heart attack at this point. Well, the way I look at it is, <laughs> my next wedding will be Raptors themed. I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, all three of them are going to have the same theme. Yeah, you know, at this point. (laughs) If I'm walking myself down a bad aisle, then I'm in trouble. A couple DMs to get to here. Guys, that podcast with lots of exclamation marks. She's referring to yesterday's. Okay. I can tell you as a urology nurse who sees on average 20 to 25 penises two to three times a week, there is a vast array of sizes. One where I cross my legs and think, ouch, no. And others like a button on a fur coat. And I think, your poor wife, how did you have children? A button on a fur coat. Please keep me anonymous. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, nobody ever described me as a button on a fur coat. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. I don't know if you listened to yesterday's podcast, but apparently average is 14 centimeters, five and a half inches. Hard. And listen, okay. there's a website. The reason why we brought it up is because there's a website called Dinky One. So I cannot say it without giggling. It's a website called Dinky One where people with small penises can date people. And they just know, hey, right off the bat, I am below average. There's girls out there that are looking for a small dink. That's great. Hey, sometimes it's uncomfortable to take a giant hog all at once or when you're just starting out. So you... You start in the shallow end and you just sort of wade your way in once you're ready for it. Mm-hmm. I just see a message coming in from a urologist and I, I remember the ones that we used to get all the time and, and they were mostly just pissed off. So it's kind of nice that this one's not. <laughs> They're sharing. It's good. Uh, I got another note yesterday from an After 9 listener. It was funny because she was listening to our podcast on the plane on her way to Aruba. Downloaded a whole bunch of them before she went away. That's a great policy before you head out for March break. If you go. She messaged me again when she landed back in Toronto. As it turns out, I'm trying to figure out if I'm allowed to say her name here, but here's the series of DMs. She was two and a half hours into her flight when a woman on the flight stood up and said her name and then claimed to be a terrorist and said, everyone on the plane is going to pay for what we did to her. Uh Uh-oh. What? Okay, that's the worst. I don't know what we did to her. So the crew made the smart decision. It was a WestJet flight to Aruba yesterday from Pearson. The crew made the decision, hmm, all right. Well, we can't just land in Florida and leave her to the American cops. We're sure as shit not going to take her to Aruba now. So we're going to have to turn around and go back to Toronto. Can you imagine? Five hours and they're no closer to their destination. Land in Toronto. Same procedure. Cops open the door, walk down the plane aisle. Where is she? That one there, okay, we're going to get her. Cops went to get her. That's when she threw a fit and took off all her clothes and stripped completely naked. Hmm. So there's some underlying things going on here. Do you think there is? Yeah. That doesn't seem like a straight up normal thing to do. This doesn't seem like I had one too many gins at the airport while waiting for the flight. (laughs) No, this seems like there's probably something else going on. But what a feeling to have your flight delayed, first of all. That's a bummer. You, You can't do anything about it. You're handcuffed. But then all of a sudden you add that extra element of I'm sitting on a plane then you add that extra element of I'm on the plane 
and I'm on my way to my destination, and now we're turning around. And that's the thing. Why does this always happen on the way to the fun places? Like, why can't this at least happen oh, on the way home? Oh, we're going back to Jamaica. Like, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, oh, no. Somebody Man. said Nobody. a swear. It's time to go back. <laughs> Uh, Dave, you are just as much into U.S. politics as I am. Is Bernie Sanders getting fucked? Um, well, Joe Biden hmm. just came out of nowhere from obscurity after he finished third, fourth, and fifth in a couple of states. Then all of a sudden, everybody said, wait, 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 wait. We're too close to Bernie winning now, so everybody's got to get behind Biden I because we don't it, want Bernie. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of, um, for lack of a better term, the Bernie bros the ones that are super hardcore Bernie Sanders supporters who think immediately that if their guy doesn't win, then it's because there's something nefarious going on. And I think that what we saw with the first few states, um, it was the pattern. It was what was to be expected. And then you started seeing the other candidates drop out and they're going for more of the middle of the road kind of guy because there's a lot of progressive ideas that Bernie Sanders has that middle of the road Democrats cannot get behind. So they're trying to find the guy or the girl, whoever it may be, that can beat Donald Trump in a head-to-head. And as of right now, it's, it's Biden. It's Biden. It's not Biden. Biden's going to get his ass kicked so, so badly by Donald Trump. Trump is going to make Biden look like Biden is. A bumbling, gaff machine. That's all. He, he's going to look so stupid in that race, especially with a real moderate, down-the-middle uh, really all I want to do is restore our reputation around the world. Uh, half of America happens to really like their reputation around the world right now, just so you know. Bernie was the guy who could have stood up and said, you can vote for the orange guy over there, or you can vote for me. And if you vote for me, I'm not raising your taxes, but you are going to get free health care. You are going to get free post-secondary. Post-secondary loans already out there are going to be forgiven, and we're going to do a whole bunch of other progressive shit. So it's- people are saying, how do you pay for that? Well, here's the thing. Well, he says, I don't understand. This must be like a liberal consulting thing because the, the liberals here are the same as the liberals down there. There's certain political companies that you can hire that'll do everything from write your platform to you to dress your candidate. That's why you always see people with a tie on, but their sleeves rolled up. That all comes from consultants who have figured this out somewhere along the line. One of them said, OK, you know what a good talking point here is? We're just going to tell regular people we're going to tax the rich. The, the top 2% of income earners are going to pay more. As I see it, that's not nearly enough money to fund all of these promises, but they swear it's doable. Okay, well, that's usually good enough to get elected because the middle class can get all fired up about all the rich people and say, yeah, fuck them. They shouldn't have all that money. I want some of that money. Here, it's just normal life. Down there, they're calling it socialism. No matter what you call it, you have to give Americans a choice. And the Democrats are walking right into the trap that Trump wants. Yeah. It, Trump doesn't want the matchup against Bernie, but tr- he's stirring up the shit. When is it decided? So it's entirely likely that Bernie Sanders is going to drop out before the next primary. He probably should. Now he's down by about 100 delegates. Not really much chance he can catch up. Even Joe Biden said last night, I'm moving on from the primaries and I'm going to start focusing on Donald Trump. I think you Americans should give Bernie a chance. What's the worst that could happen? Give the guy a couple of years. Let's be honest. He's probably not going to make it through the whole four years anyway. So as long as he picks a good vice presidential candidate, you're good. You're going to get your asses kicked with Joe Biden as your candidate. You have boiled this down to a level of odd simplicity that <laughs> I don't know exists. Yeah, it, it really is that simple, though. You need to give people a choice. 
And there's not really a choice with Joe Biden because he doesn't really stand for anything. With Biden, I think what you're getting there is a guy that the moderate Republicans who really don't like what's been going on under Trump, they have a guy that they say, you know what, I'm comfortable voting for Biden because he's not an extreme guy. He's not all the way to the left. So there's a lot of people who begrudgingly voted Republican last election, uh, at least for the president, because they really, really did not like what they had as far as an option was on the Democratic side. They didn't like Hillary. Yeah, there you go. So this is one of those things where I think that splitting the middle, going that route is going to, uh, first of all, you got to get the entire Democratic side behind you. They ended up winning the popular vote. It's the Electoral College that was the problem. Thank you. So, I mean, once that is out of the way, once that is, you know, past that point, now you got to start worrying about the, the nuts and bolts of an election, which is not a lot of fun to sit and talk about. But I think that there is a pretty solid chance with Biden. It wasn't even a month ago Biden was making himself look stupid in the field against other Democrats. Well, Wait till on. he goes up against Trump. You want to talk about people making themselves look stupid. Yeah, but people are used to it with Trump. They well, expect him to look stupid. But that's the thing, right? So let's have somebody else look stupid for a while. <laughs> Uh, Kat, what are your teacher friends telling you about these negotiations? Today, the Elementary Teachers Federation is going to start negotiating with the province Uh again. Yeah, I just had a girlfriend of mine over who's a teacher uh, just the other day, and I asked her that exact question. And you know what she said? What? I've got no friggin' idea what's going on. That's how bad it is. It's to the point where they're so confused that they're not even sure. Okay, so that's funny you should mention that because um, I do have some fairly strong ties in the industry. And I'm hearing the same thing. Nobody's really sure what's Nobody going knows. on now. Nobody knows what's going on. Basically, it's not really the union, which is just members. Union is a word for the membership. It's not really the unions that are arguing with the province anymore because the province did last week back down on class sizes and they backed down on e-learning. They're going to make it optional or you'll be able to opt out if for whatever reason you don't want to do it. Now it's really just... Sam Hammond and Smokey Thompson and all these other fucking characters that lead the unions that are going toe-to-toe with Doug Ford and Stephen Lecce. It almost doesn't even seem like the unions are in this Mm -hmm. anymore. It's really the union bosses. And they've made it personal. I don't understand why we're still having this argument. Nor do I. Nor do I. And they feel like something's missing. A lot of my teacher friends feel like something's missing here and they're not getting the full truth. And maybe both sides aren't getting the full truth. I don't know. It's weird, isn't it? It's so weird. Okay. You've got a choice. Tim Hortons or McDonald's, where are you going? Because today the coffee war turned into an actual war. McDonald's trolls Tim Hart, Tim Hortons so hard. There, it's brilliant, though, because you got the roll at the rim, which is not exactly as it usually is. There's no rolling up at all, so I don't know why they are still going to call it that, but it's all just app-driven. So you got that starting, so there's chances to win. To be honest with you, I'm so confused with what's going on there right now. I don't know what you can even win this year. Does it involve your Tim's reward cards as as well? Let's add that extra layer. Yeah, plus the Tim's rewards, right? Which is now a point system, no longer the old reward system. So tie that in. But then you got McDonald's realizing this is happening, hoping to squash them and extending their $1 coffees all the way until April. Well, if you go back to when the $1 coffees and $2 lattes at McDonald's started this time around, it was the day Roll Up the Rim was supposed to start. They want to have this fight. And now when Tim's actually announces, okay, roll-up's going to start on March the 11th, McDonald's announces, oh, we're just going to extend it until April 5th. I think it's smart. Can I ask a question about coffee consumption? Yeah. Yeah. You're Uh, not a coffee drinker. I'm not. Okay. So I don't fully understand the war between the two. Is there a huge difference between the two of them? Totally. There's a difference, yeah. There's a huge difference? Okay. Now, what is the difference between going through the drive-thru every day and... and getting disappointed half the time when they make it wrong, yep. um, to making it at home. 
What's the big difference there? It tastes different. It's well, a, there's it? a way to make it taste the same. You should know this, everybody. If you don't already know this. Hang on. There's it, not a way to make is. it taste the same. Put mac sauce in your Keurig? Is that how no, you make it work? No? Nope. I'll okay. tell you exactly how to do it. And don't at me. Because this is legit. Scott Fox on there. You mm-hmm. need to listen. Go. Go ahead. Tell me. If you try and make a coffee at home, you stick it in your little fucking Keurig machine or your little Tassimo or whatever it is, it's not going to taste the same as what you get at the drive-thru. But if you take one of those cups that you get at the drive-thru and make that cup your or and make your Keurig or your Tassimo with that cup, it's going to taste the same. So it's what you drink out of. It's the cup that makes the difference. Hmm. And right now there's people saying, you're a goddamn liar. Can no, we bl- try it. It fucking works. Can we blind taste test this? I yeah. would love to put this to this theory to test and see if it, it's actually true. It totally works. Use one of their cups. Make your coffee at home. So Tim's pod, Tim's takeout cup, it's going to taste the same. The difference is it doesn't taste the same when you drink it out of a mug, which is what you do most of the time at home. I've done it before where I've reused the cups, but it's not the same when you reuse the cup. Because I hear where you're coming from, but I still disagree. You're a fucking liar. Okay. It is exactly the same. I'm doing the blind taste test on you. Okay. I'll, I'll take the blind taste test. I have no problem with that. Do you guys need me to get on the middle microphone here? Because I'm seeing it's getting hot here. Everyone's no, I just angry. don't like it when she disagrees with me. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> uh, can we talk about Uber for a sec? Oh, uh, one more thing before we do. Okay. First off, I did download the Tim's, Tim's app. Just and- now? Like recently? No, no, I had it. I got it on the weekend, actually, because it said to download it and link your cards. And I've got like five of them because I keep losing them. But I I have the app, and I just opened it now when we started talking about it. It had to download an update. Mm-hmm. That's done. And sure enough, right here, roll up the rim to win. So I can roll now. Do you want to do this on okay. the spot? Go Let's ahead. Do you got to roll, roll it. Roll rim. This, this is, is my first roll of 2020. Oh, you're not even doing it with your mouth, though. This isn't even fun. Oh, should I put my tongue on yeah, the phone? Bite put it? your teeth I'm into gonna, it. Your, you got bite marks all over your phone now. <laughs> <laughs> my chin just smeared on my phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Quickly, though, um, we all know how Tim's does it, right? All losers at the beginning and then all winners at the end. That's usually the way Roll Up the Rim works. Sometimes, what, a, yeah. what a theory. It is. It's, it is. I've got it figured it's, out. It's not the science. It's, <laughs> it's fucking science. I don't know. Maybe there's people in Saskatoon that are winning every fucking day. I don't know. But us here, we're not. Let's do a first roll. And millions of prizes. How to play. Hang on. So many ways to win at all your fingertips. So it, there's some sort of a pop up here. How to play. Uh, Scan the Tim's reward card when you buy a hot beverage in store or order on the app. Next so new way to roll. This isn't an actual oh, roll. Oh, oh, this is a big letdown. Two digital rolls for mobile orders. It says roll now. Okay. Roll it. Let's see. I have zero rolls remaining. Fuck you. What? <laughs> I've one, got like one point McDonald's. Yeah, I've see, got 300 points on this. I can't use some of the points to get a roll. You see what I mean about... Look at me. I'm confused. I told you from the get-go. I'm confused. This isn't about coffee anymore. This is an anger thing. <laughs> <laughs> you just got mad at an app. You just cursed at, at Tim Hortons through the phone. <laughs> like, And this is over what? A free coffee. I'll tell you real quick, Dave, the coffee wars thing, because you asked about like what what what's the deal here? McDonald's a while back. McDonald's coffee used to be horrid, but they bought the old recipe from Tim Hortons for their old coffee. I don't know if you knew that. I read that that's not true. That's not true? I heard that that's not true. Well, either way, McDonald's is definitely up their coffee game, and so their coffee actually tastes pretty good, which is why a lot of people will opt to go to McDonald's, especially during the $1 coffee. 
if you want to know what old McDonald's coffee tastes like, go get Burger King coffee now. The BK go, Joe? Go to a farm, hold McDonald's coffee. <laughs> the BK Joe. <laughs> it's not good. But not good. Yeah, McDonald's, they had an investment in it. You wanted to talk about Uber. Yeah. I'll be in a lot of them, by the way, because we're heading into St. Patty's Day weekend. Mm. Have you ever forgotten anything in an Uber? Ah, shit. I don't know. No? No. Not that you can think of? I mean, there's stuff that falls between the seats, and I have to go digging for it. Like, there was one time I was wearing a suit, and, and my phone fell out of my jacket, and I had to reach down between the seats to get it. But, but I don't think I've it. actually left anything in. Well, I love, I love that Uber does this, and I wish more companies would do stuff like this. They've come out with the lists of the weirdest things left in Uber vehicles in 2019. Things that made this particular list include an uncooked steak dinner... Whoa. Somebody was transporting a raw steak dinner? Was it like a delivery service of some sort? You Uber to the grocery store, you're going to go home and make dinner? Yeah, but this is like a full meal, uncooked? A dinner, it says. Someone else left a bag of onions. Oh, do you know how bad that would smell? A bag of onions in a car for an extended period of time. <laughs> I was going to say, how long did, did they leave the onions in there? An open yogurt is also on this list. That's good. That's, that's quick and terrible. Who is opening a yogurt, though, in the back of an Uber? Like, that's freaking rude. That's a zero stars right that's there. That's rude. <laughs> that's zero stars. You, you, you don't get any love from Honestly, the Uber driver on that. You just pulled a zero star move. Yeah. If you buy yourself a food processor, would you say that's one of the main reasons why you went out? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's a good big investment, right? Not many people are just out shopping and think, ah, food processor. Fuck it. I'll grab one of those. Someone forgot one in an Uber. How do you a forget A brand new that? one. I don't know. This is where it gets really weird. Live mice. Live mice. Live they, mice. Those ah. were going to be breakfast for some reptile. It was. Yeah, for it was for the pet snake. They did eventually... Oh, poor mice, though. You think maybe I'll just let them go. No, that didn't happen. They were reunited and, and eaten by that particular snake. Ah, shit. If, if you're the mouse, do, do you decide if you want to sit in an Uber for a while longer? Or do you think, I'm going to take <laughs> oh, my fate with the snake? Do I die in this box in an Uber or in your mouth? Yeah. Uh, other Pick things, your poison. A Ouija board and a Bible. Uh, and narcotics also on the list, of course. How do yeah. you forget your drugs in an Uber? Right. That's probably why you were in an Uber, because you're on drugs. Where's that joint? I know I had it somewhere. (laughs) Hey, pass the crack. Ah, shit, I forgot it in the Uber. Can we talk about why Americans are much larger than the rest of us for a second? Oh, I got a theory on that. Go ahead. You've got to appreciate food that's so long you need to break it apart, first off. I mean, you don't need a sub in one bite. You've got to cut it or break it up or just bite it off. So I guess Taco Bell wanted to get in on that because the tacos were just too short. So now they've rolled out. The Tripalupa. It's a very, very long chalupa. It's meant to be torn into three mini chalupas. It hits stores tomorrow. It's incredibly unnecessary. Very unnecessary. And at the same time, um, Big Mac has just introduced the double Big Mac. Four patties. Two above Nobody the bun. Needs that. Two below. Uh, and this will complement the Mac Junior or Grand Mac, which will be available for a limited time. Why? But see, we hear that and we evaluate that with a nice filter that we all have. Like, uh, I don't know, 2,000 calories a day. Do I really want to spend like all of more more than that on on one trip to Taco Bell? Do I want to do that? Um, Americans hear that and think, start the fucking car. Well, let's go. There's a certain pride um, that I felt in the South when I was there a few years back in Tennessee, actually, and uh, went to a Jack in the Box. And they have. A billion options. Like, I just wanted a chicken sandwich. 
like okay they offered me a combo sure why not and every option from what kind of fries curly fries spicy fries what do you want on it every kind they offer you five different kinds of cheese they offer you um different kinds of bun uh, all this stuff i get up to the window and the guy who was working there taking the order had to have been 450 pounds himself and he hands me the drink and it was supposed to be a medium drink they're massive and it didn't fit in the the yeah. car uh, the, yeah. the drink holder <laughs> the drink was it, too big for the cup yeah holder. so i looked at him and i said oh I, I ordered a medium and he said yeah that's a medium son and i looked at it and i went this is like an extra large at home he's like where y'all from i said toronto and he goes well i got some news for you boys down here in the south I'm a medium. And he starts like <laughs> tapping his belly and he's so proud of it. Like he's like, ha, ha, ha. yeah. And he's just like, there you go, boys. You want some more bacon? I'll throw it at you while you're driving away. Like it was, it, it's just, can we get more portion control is not a thing. Not there. a thing. Not go a to, thing. Go to Cracker Barrel, which by the way, I love Cracker Barrel. Um, but Man, there is too much food. It's too much food. It's too much. <laughs> Similarly, when I went uh, shopping in Buffalo, this is years ago, but I was like, okay, I'll get a chicken McNugget Happy Meal. And I think here, if you get a Happy Meal, it's like four nuggets. Mm-hmm. They gave me like this massive bag of nuggets. I'm like, oh, excuse pack? me. Like, I ordered Whoa. a Happy Meal meant for children. Yeah. Like, please take back some of these nuggets. They're like, that is it. So they start them young too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's too much food. You and your fat baby should go to McDonald's like, more Jesus often. Jesus Christmas. That's too much. <laughs> Putting treadmills in instead of play places. Like, oh all right, get up God. there. Come on. But, but it's true. It's, I think it's part of its portion yes. um, where they're just like, yeah, go ahead. Just eat as much as you want. Yeah. Go ahead. You must be full as yeah. fuck when you leave here. Yeah. That's we, the rule. We want your collarbone to hurt by the time you're done eating this food. <laughs> it's not even that because I don't even feel that full after I eat that much food. Or not for long anyway. I can do a U.S. fast food order, and yep, it's like, ah, crap. I just ate so many nuggets, and I had a McDouble on the side, and I just feel like such an asshole. There's cheese in this milkshake. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) But an hour later, I'm going to be hungry again. That's There's something weird about it. It's like eating Chinese food. Empty calories. Thank you. That's what it is. Um (laughs) <laughs> Can you just tell people what happened to you in the bathroom at the flea market? Oh, <laughs> oh my God! This story is this story I, I heard for the first time. This is uh, it's un- completely unrelated, uh, but just just it's do so it, and, good, and then though. I have one more story for the podcast. Okay, so I was at a flea market. I don't often go there. I was going there for something very very specific, and while I was there, there's a little makeshift food court that scary looking uh, but there's a washroom in the middle i went oh, i need to use the washroom and as i go in there was two urinals two stalls urinals are being used so i go okay i'm just gonna urinate but i'm gonna go in the stall so i go in use the stall as a normal human being does i turn around and walk out and there is an incredibly large gentleman might have been the same guy at the drive through the jack-in-the-box uh, <laughs> shared the same description as he's standing there he has a rolled up newspaper and he taps me on the shoulder and just goes Thanks for warming it up for me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that is so gross. I left that washroom with a with a, I was I felt victimized. I I was confused by the messaging. I thought is he thanking me for making the toilet seat warm? Because I didn't. But is that what he's happy about? It's for warming like, it up for Using me, somebody son. else's heat on the toilet? Like, it's going to be a more pleasurable experience. Thanks for warming it up for me. And who's taking a newspaper in to the bathroom at a flea market? <laughs> Where did you even get a newspaper? That's someone who came prepared. Be glad you used it before him and oh. not 
after him. I'm pretty sure they shut down the flea market after he used the bathroom. <laughs> it was condemned after that. Yeah. Called the fire department. Well, that that's that's the story, and I'm still to this day traumatized. Uh, I'll give you a for instance here. Let's say you are getting ready to jump in the shower. Sorry, you've already been in the shower. You're in there, and, and it was nice and warm, and you're all clean, mm. and you go to, you slide the curtain across, and you go to grab your towel, and you realize, ah, shit. Threw my towel in the hamper. Now, I could do that naked strut out to the linen closet and grab myself another towel or my fiance's towels right there. Are you using her towel? I'm a my own towel kind of guy. Yeah, I'm a my own towel kind of guy. So, wait, is that a no? You're dripping wet. It's cold outside. She's got a hair dryer. I'll just plug that in and just dry myself off. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Like a little hand dryer. Really? Well, no, if I have to, I will. And it's not to say that she's not clean or anything like that, because that's definitely not what I'm saying. It's just a, I don't know. There's a, there's a weird thing that goes off in my head that that is not uh, something you share. It's like a toothbrush to me. Thank you. Well, the tooth- Dave, no word of a friggin' lie. We talked about this this morning on our radio show. People were defensive because I said the exact same thing as you. I said, towel is one thing on a weird occasion where you forget your towel. Eh, it's kind of gross, but you just do it quick, whatever. But people who share toothbrushes, you're nasty. People share toothbrushes. A and lot. they were like offended that really? I said that. Oh, yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with well, it. Well, I mean, you kiss each other and you, you share other bodily fluids. It's not the same. You're scrubbing gunk off of your yeah, fa- tooth. Yeah. It's not it's the same. It's decaying in it's between your teeth. It's not the no. same. Well, so, okay, maybe I should back up a bit on the towel then because I, I'll use a dry towel if it's, um, if, if it's hers, but if it's if she's recently used it, yeah. I'm kind of like, wants oh, that I don't want to put towel. a damp towel no, 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 on. No, 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 no. And, and if it's dry. I'm, yeah, even if it's my own damp towel. I don't want to reuse it. No, I'm the same way. You want a dry towel when you get out of the shower. So I think it's less about it being her towel and more about the te- like the texture or the mm-hmm. I mean the dampness of the towel. I get That's that. That's probably what that is, but the toothbrush, no, thank you. 90% of bathroom towels are contaminated with fecal bacteria. 14% contain traces of E. coli. That's because your fiance probably dried her ass and then you put it on your face. That's what's happening if you use her towel. And that's how you get pink eye. Thank you. You know what I'm gonna start doing? I'm just gonna do what the dogs do. I'm just gonna roll on the bath mat <laughs> to dry off. That seems like the safest thing to do. They're not. They're not troublesome with po- uh, pink eye and things like that. I, I think uh, this may be the way to go. <laughs> When's the last time you saw a dog with pink eye? Yeah. It never happens. No. It never fucking and happens. And they're nasty. Yeah, <laughs> they're gross. Um, a lot of people leave the bathroom door open when they like go to the bathroom. They have. They don't even think twice about it. They just walk in, turn around, pants down do their business, and don't think to close the door. 23% of men say they'll do that within the first month of being in a relationship. Only 8% of women will do the same. Can we start closing the door? I I, 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 I love my girlfriend. I don't want to... Let me... I'm going to edit that out in case she hears it. I'm sorry, you what? I really like my girlfriend. in love with your girlfriend? No, I said I like her a lot. Rewind the tape. We can I call said her. That. No, we're no, we're very busy. It's almost over. Um, I, I'm just <laughs> so saying. Running out of tape. <laughs> <laughs> the cassette's almost done. How big is this hard drive? <laughs> Shit, <laughs> it's going to it. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> I don't want to hear her pee. I don't want to hear. It, wait a minute. I, I don't want to see her pee. I don't want to see it either. Okay, but everybody pees. Yeah, yeah but it's not something women you need to don't. See. 
that's bullshit. I'm not you need to they, see they it, tinkle, but if she really right? had to pee yeah. and she's sitting, she's in the bathroom anyway, you're really going to be like grossed out if she just takes a seat and goes pee? To yeah. me, it's, yeah. To, it's not <laughs> it's even. fucking wrong. It's not even that I'm grossed out by, again, her. I feel, I feel like I've got a lot of explaining to do after this podcast, but. Um, mm-hmm. Can I talk to her first? <laughs> no. <laughs> you might have to. So remember that Raptors idea? Yeah. yeah. I guess we're going to have to lose that uh, after all the apologies. No, I'm, it's just, a, it's an etiquette thing for me. It, I'm not leaving the door open. Ever. I'm closing the door as always, well. Always. I, I, when I'm home alone, I close the door. <laughs> do you like, too? Is that weird? <laughs> because I do that. In the wintertime, yeah. occasionally, it's because I like to light a smoke, but whatever, it's fine. Do you let your dogs in the bathroom when you pee? I try not to. But you've done it. Yeah, yeah. There's one of the dogs in particular is like, please just let me in. Like he's like he's jonesing. Yeah. Like I got to get in there. Oh, they're weirdos, those yeah. dogs. My dog does the same thing. I got to lock them out. So you're okay with... Your husband watching you pee, but not the dog? Well, guys, I don't think her husband's well, panting. It's, while no, watching he's her. not following me <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. hoping that I drop trousers so he can sniff my underwear or yeah. something weird. That doesn't happen. Yet. Yes. This is Wait, only sorry. the beginning. Are we talking husband or dog at this yeah. point? You didn't clarify. <laughs> it's a long life. <laughs> you didn't clarify. I know. I've got two little kids. So for me, if I'm home with them, um, I, I, and I got to go. I'm not leaving them in a room by themselves. I sure as hell don't trust them. So doors staying open while I pee. Yeah. What are you going to do if something happens though when you're sitting there midstream? You, well, you got to let some things go, I guess. But you just hope like, okay, they look good for 30 seconds. Hopefully they're good. Let's go. That's probably not a concussion. And you let it go. <laughs> <laughs> right? They bounce back real quickly. And that fine. second they, coffee, they'll be fine. It's amazing. <laughs> They bounce back quick. I don't think it's as big of a deal. I just don't think it's as big of a deal. I don't go out of my way to open the door. Some people grow up in what I like to call the naked house, right? Where, like, they've had their parents walking around naked, you know, whatever. They've seen their sister half naked. All that kind of stuff is kind of weird to me. That's traumatic. I didn't grow up in that environment, but I have one traumatic quick story I can tell you about uh, somebody who was watching me. I was sick from school one day, so we had a neighbor Uh watching me. And the neighbor's husband was home. Normal guy. Very normal. At least I thought. I was a kid in the basement watching TV and I felt like I was going to be sick. And I went into the bathroom and he was he was just going to the bathroom and he was standing. He was urinating. But he had pulled his pants all the way down to his ankles. Oh, no. So I walked in. <laughs> Not one of those. To a, to this this bare man ass right there. <laughs> and, and about, about eye height for me. And I just, even at the age of five, maybe six, I'm looking at this going, why are his pants all the way down to his ankle? I'm already computing why that's weird. I'm not even thinking, oh, that's a bum. I'm like, what's wrong with you, sir? Can we sit down and have a discussion? I'm pulling out a notepad. I'm like, so what's up with you? And I wondered if that was something weird, but that is something I've never forgotten, ever. It's, it's traumatizing. It's traumatizing. Like, if that's right at eye level, too, like, I can picture you were yeah. probably just a little guy, and, and you turn around, and boom, there's the peach emoji right there in front of you. Yeah, this yeah. was long before we had the peach emoji. That's look, fucking terrible. Look at the buttocks right there. Yeah, and I'm like, that fucking hair like, on it. What? Shit. Oh, what I'm like, that? what is going on there? Yeah, and it, it was it was just something that's that stuck with me, and, and, and you know. Because you weren't used to it, but some people... That's what they grew up with. They just saw their mom with their boobs. I know people who did that. I've walked inside my friend's homes as a kid and seen her mom naked before. What? I I know. And I remember going, what? Her, 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 I will never forget it. Same thing, like traumatizing. Like her um, robe was just open and it was just, she was just hanging out. Like, hey, do you want something to eat? 
Like, what Not anymore. F- oh, I'd <laughs> like you to put some fucking clothes on, I actually. I was hungry, like, a second ago. Yeah, no, some people just grow up in that kind of house. And Do you have any cereal? Like, actually, never mind. I'll like, just I'll have some toast. Mom, close your robe when guests are over. I'm like, how about close your robe all the time? <laughs> like, why, is, why, is it, why do you have a robe if you're not using it but as you a know, robe? And I guarantee you, you're going to get messages on this podcast uh, topic specifically from people saying... If you make it normal, it's, it's not weird. It's not and, weird. And, and that's and that's com- a completely fair argument. To each their own. It just wasn't my experience. And seeing yeah. that fella who kind of looked like Dennis the Menace's dad uh, standing there. <laughs> I can picture kinda, that. Kind of mixed with him and Ned Flanders kind of mixed together. And he's looking at oakley ugly, And there's his butt. Ooh. I'm like, oh, I'm not okay. So you can see how coming full circle here, when you're in a relationship with a new person, one of them came from a naked house and you did not, it would be like stunning to you. But for some people, they're just like, get over it. I'm still pondering the question you just asked. Why wear a robe if you're not going to tie it up? Like, were your shoulders cold, but your tits hot? I I don't understand why you would do that. Because that's the only scenario that makes sense in my head. It was like a peach-colored robe. Like, I I can remember it all. You remember everything about it. You remember the ass? I remember this. He was wearing a brown belt. (laughs) It was all all of it, yeah. He had a green sweater on. There's got to be some kind of therapy we can go to for this, right? Can you imagine if you walked into a psychiatrist and said, it's been 25 years and I still can't forget that ass. Yeah. Help me get over that ass. Help me. Well, it's going to be $300 an hour and we're going to need about 44 sessions to get through this. The psychologist should say, fuck off and get out of here. Get over it. But that's, I, I, I guarantee you, when you get those messages, you'll hear both sides of that argument mm-hmm. that it's weird and that it's not weird. And really it is a to each their own kind of scenario. Thanks for listening to After 9 today, everybody. Hit that subscribe button and leave us a review if you get an opportunity. Dave, thank you for joining us. As always. How do people find you? At Dave Blizzard on all the socials. B-L-E-Z-A-R-D. I get asked a lot about how to spell it. Blizzard. The Blizzard guy. It's like a blizzard. No, it's not. There's not two Zs. Well, what's funny is people know how to say it. They just don't know how to spell it. That's why he gets his name spelled with two Zs all the time. You can stop saying Z now. Oh, Z. The moratorium is over. (laughs) (laughs) That rule's done now. The blanket has been lifted. (laughs) Zed away, young man. (laughs) See you guys.